Golick and Smetty here. And welcome to the Super Bowl edition of Golick and Smetty. I am Mike Golick Sr. She is Jess Matana. We are at Super Bowl 57 in my half the year hometown yeah. of Phoenix, Arizona. So I get to sleep on my own bed, which is cool. Lucky we're, getting you. In, we're getting into that with you because we have a serious question to ask out there. Uh, but this, I think this is my 26th or 27th Super Bowl. How many, how many is this for you? Um, well, considering I've only been alive for 28 of them, I, I haven't been to that many. I've, I've been to two Super Bowl of like the actual games, but I, this is the fourth one that I've been to like the media. Like working. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Four, I guess. Okay, yeah. well, I didn't expect you to have as many as me, but I didn't realize. Right. Well, I you had... did seem like you were trying to like alpha me there with like, I, oh, I've got, I, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a pro. I'm, I'm 60. How can I alpha you? I've worked at ESPN for years. We always okay. go to the super. Keep bragging. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, here ESPN we go. I'm years. sorry. You know, I'll, I'll just shut up. How about that? Well, no, because we have to do a show. <laughs> I, I need you. <laughs> but so we're we're doing this uh, this podcast in Radio Row. Radio Row is always a, and I'm kind of glad it's back to what it was because we went through the couple of years, yeah. obviously, uh, with Virtual. COVID. But this was always such a crazy time when you just walk around. This is when former players and current players, quite honestly, who aren't in the Super Bowl, roam around selling their products, right. and everybody tries to get them on their air, and and there are guys just hanging out. When they see a, a celebrity walk in, they try and go grab him and, and sit him down. It's it. Did you have to do any of that? Or oh was, yes, yeah. I've I've been on the wrangling, producing side of this. It's very hectic, like you said, and you get like ten minutes to talk to an athlete, right. and then they their PR person grabs them and yanks them to their next interview. It's it's a, usually a very hectic experience. So I will not divulge the person's name, um, oh. but when I was. I won't even say it because you'll mock me. When I was working for somebody else doing a morning show, we were at a Super Bowl. You did a morning show once? That's crazy. That's uh, never, I didn't know what that. Is the, when is this going to end? That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I'll I mean, stop. Oh, no, no, no. I'd like you can continue. You know, because after we do this, I'll just call your father and tell him <laughs> that you've been mean to me. And yeah. we know whose side he'll take. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. All right. Go on. So go on. We're, at, we're at a Super Bowl, and it's one of those situations where a former player, and this, by the way, was a great player. Okay. A Hall of Fame oh. player. Okay. Who was was and I'm not sure if this is the exact thing, but you'll get it. Let, let's see. Let's say he was pushing Visa or something like okay. that. Okay. So he's on. We're live. This is a live show. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those where you tap the card. It's when the new tap. This ah. is like over a decade ago wow, yes. when the tap thing came out, like at gas stations. And so Visa, I'm pretty sure that that's what it was. And so we talk football with this person. Mm -hmm. And then we get to, okay, you know, what are you here for? Who are you working with? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He said MasterCard. Oh, my God. He said MasterCard. I can't believe Joe Montana would do no, that. No, it was not Joe Montana. Nobody from Notre Dame <laughs> would do something like that. I mean, okay? to be fair, he probably was rep by MasterCard the year before and just uh, You forgot. know what? Very well yeah. could have been, but I, I guess the, the reps for, for who he was supposed to be saying it for was standing with his agents yeah. off, off camera, and they were like, you don't think he's going to do that again, do you? So, I mean, we were like scrambling to, you know, Visa, you know, and trying to help him out and stuff. But, oh, my God. That's What a gaffe that was. Yeah, yeah it was. It was a, not as un, wasn't uncomfortable for me. It was uncomfortable for him. I would have secondhand embarrassment. Would you really? I have severe secondhand embarrassment for other people. I just thought to yeah. myself, uh, damn glad that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was a tough call. So, we're, we'll be, we're here all week. Um whether it's working like we're doing now or going to parties and or we did a real and we're going to bring my son up in a little bit we also did doing a very cool thing that we can't talk too much right. about and i should let you do that more because okay. i might say something i shouldn't i'm afraid that i'm also going yeah, to say yeah, something yeah. that i shouldn't say so all i will say is that we shot a uh video this morning with pga tour 2k23 yeah it will be out later this week it was a little uh competition that yes. we did it was yes. really fun but that's all i can say i can't spoil it was, anything it, it was me jess and mike were on one team and then yes. there was another team that we were going against different things the thing about it is it was at the waste management yeah and, and, which and was Awesome, right? Really cool. I've I, never been before. I had neither. Well, really be, cool. Because the Super Bowl is always the same weekend, and so I was always working the Super Bowl, so I could never go to that. Right. Now, since it's in the same place, uh, we were able to go over there, and yeah. we're going to go over there later in the week and watch some golf as well. Where we were was right on the 16th hole 
which, oh my gosh. It's gorgeous. Isn't it unbelievable? Mike, I will say one thing that I'm a little resentful about with you is that you didn't tell me that it's actually very cold in Arizona this time Isn't of it, year. And I was, Jess, my teeth were chattering the entire time It I was is there. not cold. It's all it's relative. Freezing. It, it was okay. 40 degrees this morning. Uh, so, and right. I was wearing like a skirt. You like, know what? what? Go to Minnesota then. Go to I'm you not know, going back South to Minnesota. Dakota. I will never go back all right? there. Go to somewhere. Go to Chicago and then tell me it's cold it's 40 here. 40 degrees is cold in Chicago and Minnesota, too. Yeah. It, I mean, it, when, it, I, when yeah. I did the Super Bowl in Minnesota, which you were also at, yes. 40 degrees would have been sweet brutal. relief. That would have been. That was brutal there. Well, there, listen, nobody told you to wear the golf outfit that you well, wore. Okay. okay? That, there's a reason that I wore that, and it was because I packed a pair of pants in case it was too cold out which it was, but I was trying to be judicious with what I was packing and wearing and everything. I didn't want to check a bag. So I wore the pants on the flight yesterday and I committed a rookie mistake on my flight. Wait, so before you even got here, you committed I a rookie mistake? completely screwed up. I was sitting, I got upgraded to Comfort Plus so oh, that I fly a lot. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get a little glass. You, did, of you talk about me doing humble brags. Well, well this what was, was just that? a brag. This okay. was just a brag. Uh, all right. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get a little glass of red wine. I'm going to snooze. It's a long flight of red wine. Nighttime will knock me out. So I drink like half of a cup of red wine. Completely knocked. It knocks me out. Oh, no. Instantly. Where was the half a cup of? I woke up to the feeling of myself accidentally. Somehow I dumped the rest of the Did cup of red wine. Did you do one of those wine. movements yes. when you like were sleeping? I yeah. jerked away, yeah. dumped red wine all over my lap. And so the <sighs> pants that I was going to wear today were covered in red wine. I got red wine on my white sneakers. There was oh. red wine in my seat. And for three hours of this flight, I was just soaking wet, sitting in red wine on, on this flight. It so was Mortifying. So you're going to be able to, because because you came with limited clothes, and I get it. You don't want to check a bag, right? So you, you do want to be judicious yeah. with with what you bring. So now you got to wash them, right? Well, and, and luckily I have a, a family friend who's okay. letting me stay with them, so I can use their washing machine. And yeah. I went to their house today, and no one was home. And it was one of those like, oh, come over and help yourself to whatever you want, right. whatever. You know, you're welcome. Like this will be great. And I was like, cool. But I got there and I was starving. Because we were at this golf thing all morning. Right. And I opened the fridge and looked, and there was, like, a, a huge thing of chicken salad. And I was like, what? is it? I, I haven't seen so, either of the people that I'm staying with yet. I can't <sighs> start stealing their food before I've even it's said hello. It's not stealing. See, this is a question, and, and I'd imagine other people have been involved in something like this. Hell, you and your boyfriend came and stayed in our place yeah. in South Bend. And you had right? a humongous Martin sub in the fridge that was calling my name and, the whole and time. And what did, what did Chris and I, my wife, tell you yeah. to no, you if said, we weren't you around? said we could eat whatever we I, wanted. I, I'm, I'm not one of those, if you come to my house, that I'm going to wait on you hand and foot. <laughs> I, I'm just not. <laughs> no shit. And, and it's not <laughs> just like you, but not, it certainly no, wasn't going to be you. Nobody thinks that you would ever no. wait on anyone. So I, what I say is, help yourself. Okay, if you see something, you yeah. want it, take it. <laughs> okay, I, I give you it's carte weird. blanche. It's weird when you go into a person's house and they're not even home and you just immediately go in the fridge and take their food, even if they say it's fine. Like, I Why? felt a little awkward. Let me so tell you what. I'm, I ever come stay in your place and you sell that to me, you're, <laughs> you're going to have to go shopping the next day. You're going to steal my food yeah, out I'm of not my gonna, fridge. No, it's not stealing I because you offered it. Mike, there is nothing in my fridge that would be remotely of interest that's to you. That's probably if true. There's like five blocks of cheese. And oh, I do that's like cheese, though. It. Okay, right. well, then maybe you so, would like So it. you went to this these people's house. They gave you the garage code. Yeah. They said, Help yourself to whatever you want. Right. You went in there. They got a pool. They got, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, they t t so very smart move by you to stay there instead of a hotel. Yeah. So you're sleeping on a better bed. You got, you know, great, uh, you know, great ambiance there. Yeah. Amenities. That's the word uh -huh. I was looking for. That's when I try and too I hard. I got you. And you wouldn't eat anything out of their fridge. No, that's so rude. I'm not just going to steal their it's food. It's not rude. They, they offered it to you. It just feels, and there's the other thing, Mike. When you go, when someone comes over to your house, you, there's always food in your fridge that you're like, this is a little yucky, and I'm probably not going to finish this, but I don't want to throw it away yet. And when you go to someone else's house, you don't know what those items are in their fridge. Well, You don't know if there's something in there that's like probably. I, I would have hoped you'd have ate the, the stuff that maybe was spoiled, that you you'd got it out of the house. Well, and I wouldn't have to worry about then it. Then I would not be here right now because I would be <laughs> vomiting in these people's bathrooms. But you never know what someone else's yucky food is. You so, know what you're, I mean? so you're going to wait until they're home. Yeah. Until, and, and well, the, and then, I, you have to get the, the in-person verbal okay. Why? They gave you the okay. But like it was via text and it was like, oh, you know, have fun. We'll see you later. It, it wasn't like a... 
There's this in the fridge. Help yourself. It wasn't like anything like that. How about in the freezer? Did they have like waffles or something? Did you I, check I, there? I was so tempted to look in the freezer, but then I was like, realistically, if I look in this freezer, am I really going to like turn on the oven? Like that would be well, weird. Well, no. If they, have, if they have like waffles, you put them in a toaster. Maybe they have some whipped cream in the I, fridge. I, I, I mean, I really, I really thought about it, but I was like, no, that would be even more bizarre. That would be too much. Oh. I shouldn't. I shouldn't start cooking the minute I get into their house. I'm, I'm so disappointed. I know you are. I'm, I'm so sorry. disappointed. I'm sorry. All right. You, you know what? You're just too nice. You're too damn nice. I just am, I put, you know, put myself second all the time. Listen. Sacrifice I am, my hunger yeah. for other people's I am gonna get. I'm going to get the nice out of you at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're going to be hanging around me enough. I'm going to turn where, into where, a, where an a-hole like yeah, your yeah, son. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly right. <laughs> so the one thing else about Super Bowl week is there are a ton of parties. Now, they'll start later in the week. One, once Thursday hits, it's Bedlam. Unfortunately, up by me, I know that I, you know, I'm sitting there complaining, you know, the Super Bowl's here and I get to do all this fun stuff. They're doing all kind of construction on the roads up mm. where I live, though. So the, the traffic is horrific. Um, so I'm just I'm just openly complaining about that. But there are great Showing parties. Showing your age a little yeah, bit. I yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I know. Traffic. My patience. Yes. Yes. But when I, we were driving back from the event we did, me, you and Mike, Mike was with me after we dropped you and, yeah. and Brandon off. And Mike was doing a lot of complaining in the well, car. Well, I so. heard you say, I won't say what it was, but you said a four letter insult for a person that cut you D off. Did they deserve it? Yeah. Okay. But it was genuinely shocking to hear. Really? Yes. Did you not think I had it that was, in me? I I knew you had it in you. It yeah. was just, it was honestly very funny. Yeah. It wasn't rude so much as it was funny. I thought the delivery the was on time. Yeah, I thought exactly. it was right there. That was what surprised me. No yeah. offense. Like you're, you're a funny guy. But, I didn't, but I'm old, you, right? The cameras were off. Yeah. This was for no. This was for no audience. This was just for the people in your car, and it was on point. I won't. I'm not. I'm not going to say what the word was. No, no, no. We I don't, don't want to do that. I don't want your Notre Dame yeah, uh, yeah, diploma yeah. rescinded. Oh, he talks like that. <laughs> so the parties, if the big ones are, are, I mean, there are a lot of big ones. You uh -huh. know, from 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 co company. Like big ones, like like uh, Sports Illustrated, Maxim, and all that kind of thing. Oh, you did. Yeah. Work oh, that's airports. right. You were SI. Yeah. So, what what did you have to do? It was I, it was very strange. So we'd have to like um, host the red carpet and and like film stuff for a sizzle reel. A lot of it was like internal stuff. Right. And then right. The the trade off was like we got to actually go to the party, and everyone else that worked at Sports Illustrated didn't get to go. Only the people that worked in like video production got to go. Really. But it was weird because yeah, you'd be at these parties and there'd be tons of celebrities and athletes and all these people walking around, and it's just very. It's like, you know, seeing a, a fish out of water a little bit. It's just kind of con con confusing. Like the last one I did um, was in Miami and I was just like walking around and like looked up and Sammy Sosa was like five feet away. And, and it's very bizarre to see one of your childhood favorite right, baseball players right. like at a party 25 years later. Um, it's just weird. But I'm, it was it was fun. I'm not going to lie. I think most of the parties because I used to go to them all the time. Uh, but the one thing about it is. When I worked on this other show that was early in the morning, uh -huh. going out and staying out late did me no good. Right. I mean, well, you had like yeah. a 4 a.m. wake yeah. up call every it year. Just, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But, and I wonder if you agree, not of the parties you've been to, I think in all honesty, most of them are overrated. Yes, I agree. I think everybody wants to be there just to say you were there. Yeah. Because I like to people watch. But I think you go to them, and A, they're too dark, they're too loud, yeah. you can't get drinks quick enough, yeah. and there sure as hell isn't enough well, food at these things. not to sound like you, a 60-year-old <laughs> man, but to, to me, the trade-off is like, how hard will it be to get home from this event? If it's yes. going to be remotely frustrating to get into an Uber and get yep. home, I don't want to be there. And it will ruin my whole night stressing about how See? I'm going to get home. Welcome to the old it age, young It sucks being an old man <laughs> when you're 28 years old. Yes. But that's what I've become now. Yes. And so I think I think the last Super Bowl that I went to was the one in Miami. And that was probably, I, I went to the SI party there. Miami's I horrific. got home at 3 a.m. It was horrible. Uh, you and know the next what? day you go to the, the Super Bowl, a shell of a human being. I know you live there now. And I know you do the show with Dan Miami's and Stu horrific there. Miami's horrific is a great, I, great line from you, though. Miami <laughs> is horrific. I would, I would, there should never be a big event in Miami. The, uh, the, the traffic, traffic is it's the traffic. horrible. The traffic is horrible everywhere. Well, yeah, when there's yeah. an event in yes. town, it is horrible. unfathomable. And listen, I've already, I've already had my say about Miami fans. I'm sorry, but I'll say it again. When I was there in 93 playing, we were 9-2, and two, had the best record in football. The best record 
in football with Dan Marino as our quarterback, and we couldn't sell the stadium Was out. he the Visa MasterCard guy? No, he was not. Ah, dang it. No, he was not. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, uh, Dan and I did Nutrisystem stuff oh, together. that's yes, right. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Did you ever accidentally call it Weight Watchers? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. No, I did well, not. I tried go. very hard not to make those <laughs> mistakes. But, yeah, we couldn't sell out there, and we had the best record in football. Yeah. So I've, I've had a little thing, you know, against You're Miami. You're anti-Miami. I get it. I yeah. mean, the, the weird thing about Miami that I've learned living there is that rush hour starts at like 1.30 yeah. in the afternoon yeah. and it doesn't end till like 8 p.m. And it's very it confusing. It is crazy. So, yeah, it is. I yeah. agree. All right, so you know a lot of the events here. Maybe you could rattle off more than, than I can. But if you could only go to one, one event mm -hmm. where you, you get tickets for it, VIP tickets, even. Oh, VIP tickets. VIP okay. tickets. I, <clears throat> I had them last year to Shaq's Funhouse, oh, but I won't, okay. you know, I don't okay. want to say okay. that, you know, yeah, loud. Sure. Um, but if you could just go to one, what would it be? I already am going to it. It's waste management. I've wanted to go. I know oh. it's not technically a Super Bowl no, no, event. No, no, that's fine. But I've yeah. wanted to go for years, and I finally am getting an opportunity, and it kind of coincides with being here for work. So right, I didn't right. have to, like, you know, pay my way down here, which is a little bonus for, yes, it is. for when you're working. Yes, it is. Um, I'm really excited, though. I've always wanted to go. I don't know who. I, I know Rory's playing in it. Um, oh, it's always a fun. one of my favorites. I, I'm always amazed that the, the golf, for those that don't know, and if you don't, I don't know how you don't, the 16th hole waste management is the par three, and it's like the happy Gilmore yeah, hole. Yeah, right. So, I mean, there was a hole in one last year, and all kind of beer and beer cans got thrown onto yeah. the green. And there are players who won't play playing this because of the, that hole. I mean, it is so nerd. We were playing, like, no consequence golf right. in front of a crowd of, like, 10 people yeah. videotaping us, videoing us yeah. earlier. I, it was nerve-wracking. Just, just to have, like, 10 random people watching me, like, putt. I was like, it, I can't. It's tough. I don't know how professional golfers but, do this when the crowd is so rowdy like that. But to have a, a, a player say, I'm not playing in the tournament because of that hole, I say go away then, man. If if you can't if you can't have you one half, you would not want to play in that. Are you oh, kidding? I would love to play in that because the only way That's I would play you, in you it, Jess, have it up too. the o right, and and I wouldn't care if I got booed. <laughs> and the only way I play in it is if, I, if it was in the pro am. Yeah. And like I said, I'm never around. I'm usually at the Super Bowl for it. And I would be, I would have found that fine line of drunk and sober. Yeah. I mean, when when I, when I play like that, I'm 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 popping that sw like that well, I don't swing think oil. The, I don't think if you're on the PGA tour. No, no, that's what I mean. For yeah. me, For it, you, it, it could only be in the pro am. Different set of circumstances. So I, I would probably shotgun a beer immediately before <laughs> before hitting that. You would be a legend. Would would so that would nerve you out if you were oh say God, you were yeah. in the pro am and I, it's going to be packed. I am such a nervous person when people are watching me play golf. Even at your golf tournament over the summer. Really? At the one hole that you were on that I think we both hit the same yes. shot yeah. like from the fairway onto the green. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to screw up just because Mike's here. But you're I a good golfer. Why do you let it get to you? Only when people aren't watching. Oh, Jess. I, I, can't, I can't do anything like people are watching me. Luckily, no one's watching us right now on Radio Row. Yeah, yeah, They're that's true. talking to Gojo on the side A here. lot of people have been walking by looking at you, though. Well, that's fine. Okay. Well, I'm trying as to long get as you, I don't have to do anything athletic I'm trying to get you nerved out there, yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's waste management for you. Um, I I was at the Chaks Funhouse last year when it was in L.A. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. No pun intended. Funhouse, okay, yeah, it was fun. I, I get would it? hope so, yeah. yeah. But it was like indoor, outdoor. It's massive, which isn't shocking because Shaq is massive. They had like, it was very cool. Like one of the first acts they had was like an acrobatic act where they brought up like the strong men throwing the women and the women bouncing off the boards and they're heaving so them in there. it was like there. a circus Yeah, thing. yeah. It was oh, very cool. Okay. But they had, and then they had a, all, all, a bunch of stuff going. Uh, though I left at about 11 because I was tired. Um, well, <laughs> that's probably when I would have left too. It's probably when all the, the fun starts. So. Respect. I, because I was at that, I think maybe this year it would probably be, if I can only be a one, maybe Gronk's beach party. Okay. But, but again, it, I, it's probably not for me, right? I mean, right. again, Gronk's I'm 60. Party. Gronk is probably not like, what would Mike Golick yeah. like to do? I mean, I could break out party. my thong and give it a go. Uh, that's all right. No? I think the world has seen en enough of that. You sure? Um, but the target demo I'm going to go with for Gronk's speech party this year is probably, like, senior at Arizona State University. Probably, not senior <laughs> in life. <laughs> like Mike Golick senior. <laughs> yes, yes, very good. Yeah, thank you. And plus, one of the reasons I would like that one, because it's, it'd be like more our college days, like a darty. 
right? Oh, it's like yes. a day party, right? I haven't heard that word in years. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> again, you're mocking me, right? No, I really yeah. was serious that time. But I mean, you how great is a darty? Right, well, you're partying the day. And, That's what waste management is. That's yes, why I'm excited to go yes. to waste management. It's one big golf darty. By five, six o'clock, you're slamming some food because you had too much to drink, and then you're done. You're <laughs> you're asleep. <laughs> you can actually get a decent night's sleep. It sounds like your perfect day. Yeah, yeah, it maybe is. Well, the perfect day is going to be Sunday for the Super Bowl, so we should talk some Super Bowl. My son's going to come up here at some point once he starts talking to to everybody else. Yeah, come on up. Um, but, uh, you know, Kansas City and Philadelphia, the one thing that, that I have enjoyed, Jess, about not only doing this for DraftKings, but I've been calling games for Westwood One all year, and now for the last two years, I've been able to actually work the Super Bowl. Because I never, in all those times the right. Super Bowls I went to, I never stayed for the game. Because you I, had to be on your morning radio show that I just yeah. found out about yes. at, like, 4 a.m. Yes, Monday yeah. After, you shocked yeah. I had a show, right? Right. And then, uh, so I would leave on Saturday. But since I, the last year was the first time I worked a Super Bowl, and... Once you do that, and now you're one of the partners, like this year it's Fox and, and, and Westwood uh -huh. One. So at the event Monday night when they go out and meet the masses of the press, we get to talk to all those people before, wow. all those players before. And I'll talk more about that after this. All right, my son, uh, Michael Oleg Jr., or Gojo from the Gojo Show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Gojo. 60 going on 90. <laughs> Gojo. He sounds so annoyed that you have a nickname. The internet. <laughs> the Air quotes. My son, who you probably know by his name, at my goal junior on the internet of things. WWW. All right. Um, so before we get into. To <laughs> We're naming URLs. <laughs> Man, what a time. Backslash, semicolon, or se full colon. HTTP slash slash. Are you guys colon. done? You guys done mocking Go ahead, me? Yes. You're done mocking let's, me? Let's talk about football now. My God. No, before we talk about football. Uh, Mike, Jess and I were talking about the cool thing we did at TPC. Yes. And we can't, and we were both afraid to kind of talk about it because we couldn't give too much away. Oh, we're not allowed to tell people. I'm no. telling everybody. No. Oh, this no. Is great. No. We're, it's like Are a you he's not telling knows? everybody. I don't know if he's, he's serious He's not telling or not. anybody. Okay. He's just air, being a smart ass. Did you take acting class at Notre Dame? Yes, I actually did. Did you ace it? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, Where do you think he gets it from? Where do you think he gets it from, Jeff? I was one of the leads in Oliver, I believe it was Oliver Twist in seventh grade, <laughs> and I had three singing solos before Please, I hit puberty sir, at the range. I want some more. Oh, my God. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. I don't think it was Oliver Twist, but that was one of the songs. Oh, okay. It was good. I don't know what musical that song is from. I don't either, but I bawled. Okay. And that's the important part. Hey. Welcome wow. to Go Look at Smetty on <laughs> Radio Row, baby. Wow. Are you okay? Wow. Uh, I, you, just did, I just did a bunch of hits out in the middle of Radio yeah, Row. Yeah, you, uh, you, it's like doing yeah. sports yeah. talk okay. cocaine. You did some hits, all right. <laughs> oh, I, went, I went over to Maggie cocaine and Perloff, and they here. gave me M&Ms and a hand massager here. I'm wow. on cloud nine. This wow. is how, when we, we were just talking about other Super Bowls we've been to, the one in Miami was significantly life-changing for me because there was a person handing out cafecito oh. like at the media center so i didn't know at the time how much sugar and caffeine was in a tiny little shot of cafecito since i have obviously learned but i was having heart attacks daily and well that's what we had right out there before Did, the crash yeah what, it was, what were they bringing us uh, they were was that it was, what it was, yeah, it was cafecito. tiny tiny little cups it was of unbelievable oh. Phew, well, just killing those things that, and sure. we had wingo with us who again also oh, did not yeah. know how much he was ripping a to show yeah yeah and by the end Ooh. was just pounding the table yeah, trying yeah. to crush up and snort the super Bowl. Yeah, yeah yeah it was it was something we well here it's great because always the next place the super bowl is they have a little and i was out there getting coffee from them and treats the Las Vegas Aww. Super Bowl committee because that's where it is next yeah. year uh, is out. So I was getting some treats they from them. Some little treats. That's so cute. Little, little treats. They, got some, they got some treats out there. <laughs> yeah. oh, some some former, another former player came up. Again, I shall not name him because I'm going to rip him a little bit. He came and started complaining there was only candy. And then when I was putting cream and a sweet, <laughs> You heard that. You were like, candy where? I'm like, oh, no, I had had the, I was just eating a Twix bar. Why would Ladanian Tomlinson It was that? not Ladanian <laughs> Tomlinson. And then started getting on me because I was putting a sweetener in it and not honey. Honey's a natural sugar. Don't put that sweetener. You know what's in that? I said, dude, 
I'm 60. Let me drink Dude. my friggin' coffee how I want to drink my friggin' coffee, Tell okay? Shannon Sharp to leave you alone. <laughs> Stop Doesn't it. he have enough on his hands with the Grizzlies? Listen, I ain't talking anything to Shannon. No, no, no those no, hands no. and that cardigan no, work. No. Shannon can do his thing. I did love the cardigan. All right, so so give us a tease, everybody a tease about what we did without giving anything away for PGA Tour uh, 2K. Oh, okay, so we could say that it involves golf. because I was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a so stick, you weren't acting. It's a stick sport yeah. that involves white <laughs> Sticking a ball. Field oh, Could it be lacrosse? Could it be field <laughs> hockey? Um, no, it was uh, an incredible challenge and an opportunity for us to go and see out here a kind of union of events, the waste management to, uh, open that's going on here in Scottsdale this weekend. I had never been over to see that course. And to get to see it, because everyone talks about getting to go down to Augusta and what a transformative right. experience that is. And yeah. it's almost holy. This was incredible to see what a place looks like. Like, I only went in South Bend one time to uh, Fever, Michiana's hottest nightclub, Sober. And I was going to say you only went to Club Fever one time, no, but Sober. sober. Okay. sober. And seeing yeah. it in the light of day wow, that was, a was incredible. Been embarrassed. But I went, to, <laughs> I went to CJ's one time, Sober, and seeing it pristine, full popcorn machine, all the chairs up, none of the floors sticky. Really? It was transformative. It was an experience that's become a core memory for me. And so to get to see the TPC Scottsdale course before it descends into debauchery yeah. this weekend. It was really nice. Yeah. They I did also, a phenomenal I job. took a time to... Um, Relish the cleanliness of the porta potties. They were because oh. they're going to be it a mess by the, the end. The best yeah. time of the week to use yeah. a porta potty. Very and true. I, very true. I used a porta potty today and it was very clean. Would it be fair to say for all of us that one of your worst nightmares is being inside a porta potty that gets tipped over? I was thinking about that while I was in said porta potty because it was so clean that you could actually smell the blue liquid. It didn't just smell oh. like human oh, fecal matter. Boy, you'd hate that all. And on, it reminded all over me of you. the scene in Breaking Bad. I don't yep. know if you oh, remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah. of that every time I use a porta potty. If what if, what if I fall in like yeah. Jesse Pinkman yeah. and I'm covered in blue sludge? Th th this could be blasphemy to people who love golf, but if you tell me. I'm a golfer, and I can only pick one iconic hole to play at a tournament. It would take a lot for me not to say the 16th here, oh, yeah. which is just crazy. I, you know, people talk about Aiden's at Augusta corner. or you know, Whoa. you know, the 17th yeah. at TPC or whatever, you know, and all the all the great great holes out there. Give me, I I just love this. And I was telling Jess, Mike, I, the players that won't play in this tournament because that I, I got nothing for them. I got nothing for <laughs> Strip them. Strip them of their tour card. Yeah, cowards. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. So you're, you're, it's the only course in golf and really the only hole in golf where they're forced to operate like the professional athletes in every other sport. That's valid. And that sport, I mean, we all make fun of LeBron James when he gets fans thrown out of stands for saying legitimately heinous things. There, if you burp and accidentally say cheeseburger at the wrong time or yell Baba Booey, everyone glares at you yeah. like you're Satan. Yeah. When in this game that we're getting ready to watch, Jason Kelsey's going to have to try and block a full-blown full human grizzly bear named Chris Jones. And the whole stand's going to be yelling at him, yeah. and all of Philadelphia is going to descend on the Chiefs, and no one's going to hold up a please be quiet sign. Yeah. Please be quiet so it's the mean point. white ball doesn't hurt you. Get yeah. over yourself. Yeah, wow. I agree. I agree. All right, before we get to the game, will you tease what we did? You still haven't teased it. I don't know how much think, to say. I, I just learned about He said about it was this. an incredible challenge, which was, is very okay. well said. It was an incredible challenge. It was a challenge. It was a challenge. I learned that I am better. You, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, really, I don't know the rules. I need to be briefed by someone here. <laughs> I had fun. It we was fun. We posted some pictures on Instagram already. Yeah. We got well, to sit on to the Iron out. Throne. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Jess was really cold. I Instagram the, likes. This is where we learned and were reminded how much residual body fat you and I have, Dad, from yeah. being large at one point. <laughs> yeah. And just how small Jess is in Aww. comparison because she yeah. was so cold the entire yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, she and was. I was just over there like, this is perfect weather. Yeah, I, I feel good. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. And the three of us were a team. We were on yes, one team we and were, we went we against three other people. We won't say who won or lost. We won't say any more than that. It just involved golf. Team golf. Jeff, can I say the V word? What is the V word? Video game. Oh, oh. okay. Do people know it was a video. I, I was oh. like, what V word are we 
we talking about I was going to say, where, where are we going? There's been a lot of talk about holes. I was, I I was going to say, this is a family show, but then I realized it's not a family show. It's not a family show. All right. Well, in that right. in segue, okay. uh, Tommy Reese. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's what we really wanted to bring you on to talk about. We got down a Speaking weird Speaking of a guy hole. who's had hands in weird places on me. Hubba, yes, hubba. yes. Tommy's hands were on Mike's Great ass. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Great times. Segue. Thursday practice is always really weird when you don't have the football pads on because it's just short. So you're under center and short. Yeah. So it's really, you're, you're getting a little more personal, huh? Sometimes you forget the girdle. Yeah. How many times you snap the ball into your know. into your stuff? Oh, once a <laughs> once a day in pre-practice. Yeah. No joke. There's one every pre-practice because your goal you're trying to think about the quarterback and like each guy you get a snap with. This was at the height of my worry when I was in camp with the Saints because I was the third or fourth string center. Right. I'm an undrafted free agent. And Drew Brees lives there, and during pre-practice every day you would have to take snaps with every quarterback in case guys get hurt. You've got to know where this quarterback puts his hands under center, what's his cadence like, get used to that. And so I had one snap every pre-practice with Drew Brees. And every day, it was the only thing I thought about because I could do whatever I wanted and it was only going to affect my ability to make or you know, not make the team so much. If I jam Drew Brees' finger before yeah. practice in the preseason, I won't even make it out of warm-ups. Gone. He's right. the franchise, so it, it is a tremendous amount of fear. So yeah. there's certain quarterbacks that you're like, this guy's more left cheek, this guy's more right cheek, that kind of thing. Oh, and there's some that get up under there, and they're really firm with where they put that top mm -hmm. hand, and you can feel it. Some like to get deep into that. Really feeling that some, knuckle, huh? Some, oh yeah, I mean, some, I mean, they really like. So it. what was Tommy like? Tommy, Tommy was soft. No, honest, no, honestly, Tommy <laughs> got up in there. Like, he much did. like Tommy's personality, he's got that edge to him. Yeah. He'd get up underneath, and with a lot of those guys, you're setting your stance, and then they get up under, and they give you a quick tap to let you know they're there, and then they really put pressure on that top hand, and you kind of fall forward a little bit. And it's like Tommy, every time, he'd, he'd kind of lurch forward a little bit. Wow. He was forceful under there. I, <laughs> I've been thinking about your butt probably too much the last few minutes, but I, I actually want to do get your thoughts on who knows. Notre Dame should hire as their next offensive coordinator. Uh, a conversation that our audience probably would rather hear than than yeah. what we were just yeah, discussing. Yeah, then your butt being touched. Well, and, and it's a it's a tall task, right? Because for all the wailing that Notre Dame fans did about Tommy Reese, what oh. he was exceptional at was Jeez. using the resources that this program the resources the Reese horses. Yeah, oh, that was nice. Thanks that Notre Dame is able to recruit, right? Great O-line, D-line, tight end school. Got a bunch of good running backs in the stable. And so you've got to find creative ways, especially he had young skill this last year. So that's what Notre Dame has been. As it's been successful in my adult lifetime, it has been based on those positions. And so you've got to find someone who's going to be able to use those chess pieces really well and make use of what's there as Marcus Freeman and company try to expand that. So, you know, some of the names that you've heard bat, uh, batted around, I think Joe Moorhead, the head coach at Akron, who was a coordinator at Penn State, right. went on to be the coordinator at Oregon, head coach at Mississippi State, I think is a really strong play caller. The tenure at Mississippi State was complicated for a lot of reasons. The north-south divide was really apparent down there. I think he's a good one. I saw the Eagles quarterback coach, whose name's escaping me right uh, now. Johnson, I believe. Is, yeah, yeah. Brian um, Johnson. Is reportedly going to interview after the Super Bowl this upcoming week, which obviously what he did down at Florida when he had Kyle Trask there, what he's been a part of with Jalen Hurts' development here. I think finding someone like that that you've seen is able to be creative within the boundaries of the modern game. And I think that's what a lot of those coaches we just mentioned have had in there. Andy Ludwig's another name. Call Utah and see what's up. So do we think Call and see what's do happening. we think that a guy like Sam Hartman, who's thrown what seventy-five touchdowns over the last two years for Wake Forest and transferred to Notre Dame through the portal, is do we do we wonder if he's a little bummed at this? Because he came here, Tommy Reese was the OC. You know, and now and, and listen, they're gonna use his skills. I understand that, but remember Notre Dame still likes to live on the run uh, with the stable of running backs they have. Well, and I think for Sam, part of the appeal was not having to do as much within the offense. What Wake Forest ran put so much pressure on the quarterback to make incredibly pro precise decisions inside a phone booth. And coming to Notre Dame, you were going to have a better offensive line and an NFL scheme that was going to put him in a position for him trying to extend his career into the professional ranks. And so I wonder now, because this is one of the first times we're seeing this situation. We've seen a lot this offseason mm -hmm. where coaches and or coordinators and quarterbacks have met up in certain spots. NC State, when you look at um, the quarterback from Virginia that just transferred right. to there, yeah. and his old coordinator, um, Anai, Robert Anai, came from Syracuse to NC State. They rejoined there. Brennan Armstrong is his name. Mm -hmm. 
we haven't seen one where a quarterback's jumped and then the coordinator's left yet like right, this. Right. And I wonder for a guy that was a prized get for this offseason, are you throwing names in front of him? Are you even are you involving him in the comp? We talk about it all the time with NFL quarterbacks right, right. who have influence on coordinator hires. Obviously, he's not going to dictate it, but you do wonder if some of it is predicated on, hey, there's another transfer window in the spring. Right. He doesn't have to stay. Right, right. And so are you trying to find someone that's going to fit what Sam wants? But in there's the also offense? a question of does Sam know enough of the other coordinator? Sam's only been at Wake Forest. He hasn't been a guy that's transferred a couple of times, right? So Yeah, I think you I think you take his input into account. It doesn't necessarily decide. I, I, ju I just pick, wonder how many he's going to know because right. he hasn't been to multiple places. I think it's less no and more like, hey, you know what? Like, this is what this what guy you has done for? in certain right. places. What do you What, what do, you, do you think? Yeah. And, and like, you know, I think part of this is also when you were recruiting Sam, you know what his strengths are as a mm -hmm. passer. He is so well, much football. And you know why he came to Notre Dame explicitly. I yes. think or you can assume it's because he wants to play in the NFL and he wanted a pro-style offense. So right. you're probably not going to hire, you know, a, yeah, the yeah. Wake Forest offensive coordinator if he wants to keep running the slow mesh at Notre Dame. Right. Which And who knows if he would, right? That's right. the other part of this. It's is a different, different resource. By the way, do sets. I hate the slow mesh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I hate it more than the fade, you know, in the end zone. It's and uh, you got uh, a lot of slow meshes to fades at Wake Forest. Oh it was, my God, no! I mean, no. that was the offense. It was. It was really. And oh. I mean, Stan and he was great at it. So I don't know if it's the, but it's a, it's completely different offense, yeah. different skill set. It's a better O line. You have yes. tight end weapons. Right. We'll have right. probably Notre will probably have better or wide receiver talent this year, and you're still going to have you know a run game. So. You've, and that's the completely thing. different. You've got a great sell. Like what you just described is the package that you can put in front of any old coordinator and say, there aren't many places in college football where you're going to get this on offense right. inherited. All right. So let's 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 actually move to the Super Bowl. Oh. All right. So let, let's let's what a concept. How Maybe. about it? Kansas City, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, slight favorite at this point. Just to you right out of the gate when you when you saw these two teams were playing. What went through your mind as, oh, man, I can't wait to see this? Patrick Mahomes against the Eagles' uh, defense. The Chiefs have a way better offensive line than the last time they played in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is going to be banged up, obviously. The Eagles' defense is really good. That's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. I am, like, totally, totally at a standstill in my brain about who I think will win this game. I do not know. It's brutal. It's the Mahomes factor. It's yeah. what you just mentioned is we have a case study for how far you can go without an offensive line and a quarterback of that caliber. Joe Burrow ran into the same thing. Yeah. And so you're right. Seeing those other things at a much better level, like the Chiefs offensive line is really good and they're healthy across the board. Yeah. It's the guys that you came into the dance with like Philly. I I've picked the Eagles so far this week and I have never once felt totally great about it. Yeah, because you're you're betting against Patrick Mahomes. And I don't want to do that No either. one wants to do that. Because he makes you look stupid when you do that. Yeah, that, that is true. Yes. Talk about from the O-line standpoint. You're blocking now a defense that had 70. And listen, I was fortunate enough to be part of I was a, I was a, an average player on the defense I'm talking about when I was in Philly with Reggie White and Jerome Brown and Clyde Simmons and Mike Pitts and Seth Joyner. And the way those guys could all get to the quarterback – these guys had 70 sacks in the regular season. The only team ever to have four with 10-plus. It was actually four with 11-plus, 16, and three guys had 11. So now you're the O-line for Kansas City. How, how do you break this down? Because you can't concentrate on one or two at the most is what you normally do. They have four. And, oh, by the way, of the four, Fletcher Cox isn't one of those four, and he can still push you straight back into the quarterback. Yeah, I think this is what the Chiefs do really well is an overall, like, part of pass blocking is on everyone. It's on the running backs. It's on the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes does a great job of mitigating sacks. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL at that. And with Philly, they like to get five guys up at the line of scrimmage, like five true D-line pass rushers with Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat on the bookends. And they want to get isolated one-on-one -on -one matchups. Cincinnati like to do the same thing. Not as much talent, but still a really good D-line. And Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid do a really good job of, I think especially with the Mahomes injury, using more motion right at the snap, handing off even if they're not going to work a lot early, a lot of those jet handoffs, getting screens involved in the game plan, all things Dad, you know as a D lineman, kind of take the edge off a little bit, kind of take and these guys that want to be Ferraris and go fast and go forward all the time, make you think for a second. If you make a dynamic rusher think for a second, you give your line a better chance. They use their tight ends especially – 
on the Andrew Wiley side of things to try and help slow down that initial rush and give him help. So Andy Reid and this game plan overall do a really good job of helping their guys up front so that when you get to your one-on-one -on -one battle, I know, all right, I got help coming here. I can play this the best I possibly can in a matchup where a couple of these guys, they have a great interior three, but on the edge, especially on that left side, that Orlando Brown matchup is one I'm going to be fascinated to watch. I'd probably have Hassan Reddick on that side against Orlando Brown to see if they're going to continue to give you one-on-one -on -one matchups. Nobody's there. talking about the other side of the ball, though, Jess, are they? Well, Everyone the wants yeah. to see Mahomes against that pass rush. But How about Jalen Hurts in this running attack against uh, that Kansas City defense with the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Jones in the middle? Who I think were the main factor in the Chiefs making it this far in this game against the Bengals. Like, they, they performed really well against the, again, injured Bengals O-line. But Jalen Hurts, he's a little banged up, too. We really don't know the extent of his injury. So, like you said, that's going to be another thing to watch. I mean, this this has been billed as, like, the battle of the trenches in this. It's a, it's a very <laughs> beefy Super Bowl. It's a very trenchy well, game. I mean, we don't even know how healthy all the Chiefs receivers are going to be. They were yeah. too tight for most of that game out of necessity when Tony but and Juju went down. As long as Kelsey's okay, right? I mean, Juju and, and Hardman, they're good players but they're not and I think Hardman is probably not going to play I know it's not yet but he's got that hip the other guys are going to play uh, Marquez and Juju they're, they're going to play um, so I, the worry I have for Kansas City defensively is it was an incredible Chris Jones looked like the best player on the field in yeah. that Cincinnati yeah. game and then you remembered the competition on the other side. Like, we probably overrated what the Bengals did in the snow against the Bills. And we're probably doing a little bit of that with the Chiefs. Like, Chris Jones just got his first postseason sack right. this postseason. Yeah. Frank Clark has been someone in recent years we've talked about disappearing in pivotal moments mm -hmm. down the stretch. You're going up against the best offensive line in football now. Yep. And one that we just watched last week against the number one run defense. Like, Jalen Hurts is banged up. And we saw him pull a lot of ones in that zone read game that didn't work early, but it's just about creating a credible threat. And you saw wide open holes after that for those running backs. I'm just worried football is a complicated game. It can get really simple when you can just say, hey, we're going to double team guys, walk them off the ball and give our guys free space. Is it fair to say the Eagles are the better team across the board, oh, but I, the I, Chiefs have I, Patrick Mahomes? I, I, I thought, I said this in the championship games, the NFC have the more complete teams, the AFC have the better quarterbacks yeah. with Burrow true, and, and with Mahomes. That. So, and, and I feel so I vouch for him. that doesn't change. No matter who was going to get in from the NFC, they were going to have a better complete team than the AFC team but then we go, but Patrick Mahomes. That's always a thing. And to me, the, the, we talk about the quarterback with the two, the two injuries. Jalen Hurts is his contact injury, right? Yeah. He's got to get hit there or get landed mm -hmm. on or land on that shoulder. Mahomes, we saw the one play when he rolled left and threw back right where he just came up limping a little bit. It just takes one twist. One little twist from him, and, and he could be not back to square one, but not as efficient as, as he could be. Let me ask you guys this. Jess, and, and I know you, you know, Steelers fan, Chicago background too, but in general with Mahomes, he's become the face of the league, really likable guy. Do you want to see him succeed? Because I find myself, like, we're not supposed to root for people, yeah. but selfishly as a fan, and especially for us considering age-wise we're peers, dad, not to, like, alienate you, but Whatever. you grew up with different yeah, quarterbacks. Old, yeah, at that, yeah you're, you're, you're an old man. You're just old. I mean, I think, like, for me, it's incredibly hard not to be a hater of anyone who is incredibly successful, Ooh. but I do find Patrick Mahomes difficult to hate. And it, this, it's interesting because the Tom Brady era of the Patriots kept the Steelers out of the Super Bowl so many times. Oh, there were so yeah. many AFC championship games, regular yep. season games, playoff games where they knocked them out, and I hated Tom Brady for it. And that's going to be the next decade with the Chiefs probably in the AFC for all the other teams. But I just find Patrick Reed, uh, Pat, Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Man, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you want to paint him already, huh? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, just so, he's just, how do you not root for him? I just think I'm selfish as a sports watcher, and this is how I was with LeBron James, where I wanted to see the greatest player ever in my lifetime. And with Patrick Mahomes, if he wins two out of his first three Super Bowls, a second MVP this season, he started that before, road all before yeah. he turns yeah. one twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Yeah. That's an insane trajectory where we get to start having the can he be better? Like physically, he's already better than Brady. He's already. I, yeah, mean, I was yeah. talking with somebody the other day. You can make an argument right now that Patrick Mahomes is already physically one of the four best quarterbacks ever to play football. Yeah, I mean, with, with what he does, I, I would agree with that. And, and we know 
they're just better athletes today too. That 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 certainly uh, and and better athletes doesn't always mean better player, but in Mahomes' situation, it does. He's got everything. Yeah, he's he does. got deep statistics, raw statistics. He's got the wins. He's got the individual honors. He's got the team accolades right now. It, it's just. We're on the precipice of something pretty incredible as far as a sports talk, like yep. Mount Rushmore conversation, the stuff that we love to have. All right, one more thing, and then you can get out so Jess and I can finish our own <laughs> show. I mean, you come on and just try and hog this Seriously, thing. Seriously, I like, have Isn't really it unbelievable? Word in. I yeah. know, it's unreal. It's uh, probably one of the coolest things of this is the Kelsey brothers. Right, Jason. Kelsey, I was just about Trevor. to say we almost made it through the whole show without yeah. mentioning the, I mean, the Kelsey Bowl. I, I think it's the coolest thing. It's two brothers, first time they played against one another, and we were trying to figure this out before. I don't think there are any brothers in the Hall of Fame, and think about what we're going to get soon. Peyton and Eli, Travis and Jason are both getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and and JJ Watt for sure, and TJ Watt is on that trajectory as well. So we could, in the span of five to ten years, have three sets of brothers. Oh, here's a question for you: If Mike and Jake played against each other in the Super Bowl, would you pick your favorite to root for, or do like the split jersey? Thing? No, I, w I would split because I do have my favorites during the day, without question. I, I anybody like who says picking Jake, anybody who <laughs> says anybody who says they love their kids equally is full of shit. You you right, don't. Of course. Every day you rank them. Um, I mean, no one likes their parents yeah. equally either, right? Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. What? what did you just say? I'm calling your father <laughs> after the show. Oh, he's my favorite. So uh, yeah. So <laughs> I would do what my dad did when my brother Bob and I both played in the NFL. He was at the Browns. I was with the Oilers. Same division, but both on defense. He got a two-build hat. One had Oilers on it, and when the defense was on, he would have mm -hmm. that. And then when the Browns are on defense, he would flip it around. So he wouldn't root for any team to win. Wait, so just it had a bill in the back and yes. a bill in the front? Yes, yeah. So when it just wore this what? way, it looked like a Houston Oilers hat. Who made and then this hat for Somebody him? Somebody made it for him. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty I cool. I'm old enough to remember when Brady Quinn's sister wore yes, the split the jersey. the split jersey. Was that the beginning of them? I think it's the first time I ever remember seeing it. I, I did sewing technology advance that year. Like we did never you just had say that sewing before. technology? I mean, why, why wouldn't that have been a thing before like 2007, whenever that was? You think about Brady Quinn's tenure at Notre Dame. It produced the bush push that changed the course of football yeah. forever, and might have led to this Eagles team being as efficient they are in that moment, and the split jersey. Yeah. yeah. What Very, a career. All right, make yeah, a prediction. Charlie Weiss Jr. maybe will be the next offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. <laughs> that would be something. Yes, it would. That would be something. Long odds on that one on DraftKings Sports. Make, make, a, make a pick and then get out. Eagles. Eagles. You have a score. Over-unders, I think, 50. Uh, I had, I believe, 28-24. Oh. So, so I'll take the over. I think it's going to be a barn burner. Okay. 28-24 put it at 52 if my math is correct. So it would be is. the over. How about that? <laughs> that was good math. You may be old, but you can still do well, the count. He's from the era, the era where they're like, you will never have a calculator in your pocket. You have to learn mental math. And and then our generation was like, yeah, but we do have calculators on our iPhones. Oh, I had a the TI-83 yeah. in college. I used to be able to cheat so well with those. Oh. You could put full study guides on that and video games. Here's the problem with your generation. I'll tell you right now. Okay? Have you ever done the times tables thing with him? It's insane. No. I'm great at, at simple math. I was great at flashcards. Me, uh, <laughs> flashcards, I was phenomenal. I got nothing on flashcards. <laughs> flashcards, but I'm, I'm, I'm great at that simple math stuff. 11 times but, 12. But uh, except when it's like double numbers oh, like that. So it's only nine, nine to nine. <clears> is pretty much, yeah, 81. Um, so your generation, let me just say this. When I would go into like, I, I went into a, a fast food place and bought, got something, went down, and the, the young lady was probably in your guy's age range. Uh-huh, very and, young. And the, I gave her the money, and she said, oh, the, the, the cash register's down. So she had to figure it out by herself. So but you paid in cash? I, hell, yeah, I paid in cash. You know me, Jess. I pay in cash. Mm -hmm. So it was whatever it was, say 1822, and I gave her a $20 bill. I kid you not. I would be toast. I stood oh, there, done. and I literally <laughs> watched smoke come out of her ears, and she just stared. Just stared. I said, $1.78. I said $1.78. It would probably take me a minute to remember what? how many cents are in a dollar. Oh, my it, God. Is it like minutes or is it like <laughs> is it minutes? Yo, why 60? did we do that with minutes, by the way? Why <laughs> that's 60? That's a great question. I would like to know. A hundred seconds. Why don't we just have, minutes. Why, don't, why are all of our months different? Lengths of days. That's right? the why dumbest thing on Why couldn't we do even earth. numbers? I blame the Mayans. Mm -mm. 
All right, you go away so Jess and I can wrap up this show. See ya. Bye. All right, now that my son's gone, we can actually get some words and dude can talk. Yeah, Listen, I think he takes after you, though. I, I, do I even talk that much, Jess? Holy no, smokes. but I will say I've always admired how much energy Gojo always has. He does. And now we know it's because he was doing lines. So, so yeah, how about it? The <laughs> My son Jake is like 15 months younger, so they were very close yeah. in age. Jake is very quiet, and when he got older, we would say, Jake, you know, you're, you're pretty quiet. He's like... Mike talked all the time. <laughs> He's like, I had no room to say anything, so right. I just sat there quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I could see that. I could really see that. Oh, yeah. Dude is unbelievable. Does not shut up. But I guess in this business, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It yeah. was good. He always when, has something when, to say. When I finished up at that other place, when I mentioned you, mm -hmm. I always say, oh, you're mm -hmm. Now, when I finished at ESPN, it was me, Trey Wingo, and Mike. Mike was kind of just coming into it, so he wasn't, you know, as talkative as this. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he was more respectful to his elders, yes. unlike you. Well, now it's it's fun and cool to be mean to boomers. Yeah. Boy, it really is. Man. Poor you guys. And you know what? You do it well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah, very good at yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> so, uh, first and foremost, when you when we leave doing this and you go to the people's house you're staying in, they're still not home, will you take food out of their fridge? I'm going to look for, like, a piece of chocolate or something. I'm going to split the difference, go in the pantry. No, you never miss anything that's taken from your pantry, right? You don't Th know what's in your pantry. That's You know what? You're, you're, you're right. And when I stayed at your house, I stole food out of the pantry. You well, didn't, I wasn't stealing. You didn't steal it. I, took I offered food out of it your up. I, I'm glad. No one ever knows what the hell is in the pantry. No, because, again, I'm not getting it for you. Right. If you're in my house. Well, yours is a laziness thing. Yes, it's, not, it's not, exactly not right. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right. Are you going to make – I have to recuse myself. Yeah. Being part of the right. broadcast team for Westwood One, I cannot – Make a pick. That's so official sounding. I wish yeah. I could, like, recuse yeah. myself for anything, but I'm not important. No, you're very important, What would I Jess? ever get to recuse myself from? There's really not. There's nothing that I do recuse. There's not, no recusable We're going to think something of what, what your recusable act would uh, be. There's nothing. I no, mean, right, okay, no, I, I think, think you're going to ask me for my picks. I'm am. just going to pick. Um, I want to pick the Eagles because I think they will win. Right. But... I picked the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, which I got right, by the way, on you our did? show. Yep. And honestly, who knows? I might have gotten the 49ers right, too, if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. So oh, we'll, we'll oh, go if, that ifs I'm, and buts, I'm one, come on. one for two, but really one for one. Whatever. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. The you Mahomes, are. The Mahomes factor is too strong. You just can't go against him. I can't go against him. I, I believe in him. All right. All right. And well. I think it will be a very close game, and I think they're – they, the Eagles are very, very good, and I do think they will win. <laughs> so the the last most important question. So we work together, but yes. then, you know, we, we, we go our separate ways for a bit. If we were to run into each other at one of these Super Bowl parties, would you interact with me, or would you think that would ruin your kind of style if you're hanging out with an old guy? Um, you know what, Mike? I will say – Anywhere, anytime I go anywhere with you, people always are coming up to you and saying hi. And you're just a very popular, famous, recognizable guy. And I think it would actually make me seem cooler, believe it or not. So you would hang out with me not because you like me, no, but because no, of what you think you could do clout. for you. Yeah. yeah, and I'd probably get, like, free drinks or something. Yeah, I, I respect yeah. your honesty. Yeah. I respect I, your I honesty. I would have a terrible time because I'd be with you, but it would be great for me All personally. Right. That's going to end it here. I'd yeah. like your father's number. I'm going to call him <laughs> right after the show. Mike, it was great doing a show live with you. We we don't get to do this very we don't. often. We don't. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Until we're done and you just completely walk away from me. Yeah. Well, I'll All right. see Goodbye. you in Vegas see or something. Ya. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>